Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of I Need to Chat. Here in North America, we celebrated Mother's Day this past weekend, and I'm actually recording this episode in the wee hours of Mother's Day before my kids wake up. If you are a fellow mom, mom-to-be, bonus mom, adoptive mom, fur baby mom, grandma or maternal figure, I hope that you get to celebrate Mother's Day in a way that makes your cup full. I also know that this day can be difficult for some, and I'm holding space and sending love to those that need it too. For me, motherhood has been a rich learning experience, and it has contributed so much to my own personal growth and development. So I thought I'd share some of my reflections on how motherhood has impacted me, and also any advice I have on this topic in this chat. Now, I know that I'm only nine years in, and I have tons more to experience on this wild ride. I hope that my nuggets resonate with you too, and of course, as always, I'd love to hear from you and see how you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have kids older than mine, if you have any advice to prep me for what's next, it takes a village, right? So if you do feel so inclined, feel free to reach out to me. My contact information is in the episode description. Also, if there is a fellow mama that you would like to honor and celebrate and share these reflections with, I'd love it if you could share this chat with them. So let's get into it, shall we? First off, to set some context for my reflections, I should let you know that I'm a proud mom to a boy eight years old and a daughter five years old, and I also miscarried a baby in between them. Looking back, it seems like just yesterday when I had my son. I remember the days seemed so long at the time, but the years have seemed to be so short and have flown by in the blink of an eye. I'll never forget reading all the books and attending all the classes while pregnant with my first. I'll never forget that sheer panic I felt when the nurses placed my tiny, squirmy little son on my chest after 38 hours of labor, saying, here you go. In that moment, I remember feeling so unprepared and clueless. I kept thinking, oh my God, there are permits and licenses required for pretty much everything these days. Are you sure I'm qualified to be a mom? But not only did I give birth, but at that moment, I also felt like I experienced a rebirth. The next evolution and chapter of me just opened up and I felt all the feels. I felt excitement and fear and joy and love and anxiety. Motherhood is one of those life events that changes you and is a roller coaster ride of emotions. The love of motherhood is real and unparalleled. I couldn't even begin to imagine the depths of this love before going through this adventure. I mean, I love my spouse, my parents, my friends, but this is a next level unconditional love. In fact, in my language, in Hindi, there is a specific name for a mother's love. It is called Mamta. That is how distinct that love is, that in my language, there is a specific name just reserved for a mother's love. And being a mom not only exposed me to this depth of love, but experiencing that type of love 
changed many things for me and made my connections and life richer all around. First, it helped me appreciate and understand my own parents, especially my mother more. It helped me appreciate the struggles and sacrifices they made for me as immigrants that literally started their lives over again for the promise of a better future for generations to come. It made me connect to my spouse in a deeper, more fulfilling way because we created a human that we both equally loved so very much. It connected me to other fellow moms. I felt this unspoken kinship and bond. We understood each other and we rallied around supporting each other the best way we could. This love brought out the nurturer and protector in me and made me more connected to other children. It brought me closer to my community and humanity. The saying it takes a village to raise a child really resonates with me here. Motherhood also makes you step into your power and take charge. There is nothing a mama bear won't do to protect her cubs. For me, personally, motherhood really gave me a sense of confidence and surety and conviction that I can do hard things. In fact, according to a study by Duke University, researchers concluded that pregnancy is the longest duration, highest energy expenditure thing that humans can do. Nowadays, although I may not be pregnant and running marathons in my body, I am still making tough judgment calls, testing my patience, and loving fiercely. Motherhood is the most richest and rewarding job, while also being simultaneously the most toughest job that is 24-7. Each day is a testament to the fact that we can do hard things, mamas. And that brings me to another reflection. Motherhood can be hard enough as it is. Let's celebrate each other and lift each other up and make it easier on ourselves versus bringing each other down. Moms can be judgy. Everyone wants to step in and give their advice. Me included, even on this podcast. Sometimes it's with the best of intentions, and other times it's not. Can we make it a point to be nice to other mamas, please? Moving on, I mentioned earlier in this episode that I think motherhood is like a rebirth. I likened it to a new chapter or rite of passage in our lives. Once you've crossed this chasm of motherhood, you can't go back to not being a mother. I also think of it as a rebirth in a different context because it also gives you the chance to experience the world again through your child's eyes. It opens you up to fun and play and imagination and creativity, things that we may have forgotten as we have grown older. You get to do things that you haven't done since you were a kid or maybe even for the first time. For example, I made my first snowman as a mother, and there are so many other things that I'm looking forward to experiencing. Also, your kids may ask you questions to things that you took for granted. And so being asked those questions, again, really opens your eyes to experience the world through the lens of a child. Being a mother also shines light on those repressed inner child issues that you may be harboring. Those insecurities or fears that you have, or perhaps seeing your kids at a certain age, may trigger you with some memories from your own childhood. It gives you an opportunity to become aware and do the deep work so that you don't project your stuff to your kids. Now, on that note, we love and want nothing but the best for our children, and we do our best with that intention, but we will screw up. Make no mistake that we won't make mistakes. Our kids will hold on to something that we did or did not do, just like we may have done with our own parents. We are also learning 
There is no tried and true method, one size fits all approach to parenting. We need to give ourselves the grace for doing our best and build on our learnings. And on that note, I mentioned at the beginning my sheer panic and doubt at my motherhood abilities when my first was put on my chest, back when I was exhausted beyond belief after a long labor and foggy with the epidural. Almost nine years later, after that squishy little love bug was put on my chest, I gotta admit that imposter syndrome continues to crop up from time to time. Sure, there are books and mom groups and a whole bunch of amazing resources out there, and I encourage you to tap into each of them. But understand that motherhood is a lot of trial and error. What the books say is best practice or what your bestie swore by with her kid or even what worked when raising another one of your children may or may not work with your kid. My advice here is to seek help and support when you need and give others support when they need it. But also stay in your lane, mama. Don't compare if you can help it because each mom and child is on their own journey and trust your intuition and your maternal spidey sense. At the end of the day, you need to do what works best for you and your child, even if it goes against the status quo. Also, mom guilt is so freaking real and so is sleep deprivation. Again, give yourself so much grace and love for showing up and doing your best and surround yourself with positivity. You aren't going to be perfect all the time. There may be times where the kids say the harshest things that crush your heart because you didn't cave into their tantrum. You will get through all the challenging times and you are doing great. The sleep deprivation thing? I'm not sure when or if it ends, and I'd really love to know. Before it was feedings and diaper changes, now it may be scary shadows, nightmares, a request to retuck their blankets more snugly around them or tend to nosebleeds. I'm sure when they get older, it will be to make sure they get in safe and sound from a night out with their friends. So yeah, will we ever sleep again? Please let me know. Also, holy F, sometimes I look at my kids and say, wow, did I really create you? Obviously, I had some help, but Motherhood is really a miracle to think that your body can create and nurture this creation and then to see them grow so quickly in front of your eyes is really mind-blowing. Our mission to create all-around good humans and keep them safe and protected is a pretty tall order. My little one calls me a smother mother and I hold that badge of honor with pride. One of the toughest lessons I've had to learn is the art of surrender, of not jumping in and swooping to the rescue of letting them figure out their own ways and paths. This will be an ongoing lesson for me, I'm sure. Every bone in my body wants to resist this one. Also, as a mother of two, I've learned that the love and relationship that you have with all of your children is very unique. Given that they're each their own person means that they have very different personalities and preferences and you will relate to them in different ways. Children can be beautiful mirrors and teachers. They open you up to a new world of discovery, both within you and outside of you. I look up to both of my kids for different reasons. My son for his kindness, compassion, and gentle heart. My daughter for her headstrong, no-nonsense, boundary-setting, get-to-the-pointness. Last but not least, I'll leave you with my reflection that with each stage of motherhood comes a new and different evolution of you. Nine years in, and I can say that each stage of parenthood thus far has been beautiful and has its own moments of messiness. In the early years, it was more physically grueling, but emotionally, I found it to be pretty easy. As my kids have gotten older, I found that the reverse is true. 
where they once thought the world of you and that you could solve anything, they now see that you are just like them, figuring things out as you go. We've gone from baby talk to real talk in our house. My kids have some incredible insights and reflections, and I wonder what the next stage of motherhood and my own personal evolution will look like. So my friends, I hope you enjoyed this sappy, sentimental chat today. I hope you celebrate yourself and please feel free to pass this on to a mama that deserves to be honored and celebrated. On that note, I'm going to wake up my kiddos and get Mother's Day started up in here. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you. Yay!